Get mantra and meditation mp3s at jasongallant.ca. Today I'd like to talk about what the best mantra is for depression. Now, I'm not going to give you an answer on this, not, not directly, but I'm going to give you some insight from my point of view or from my experience with working with different people and with working with a lot of mantra. Um, the thing is, is that when someone is depressed, there is a lack of flow or there's a lack of inspiration or a lack of energy, right? So, you know, the same thing could be true if we're going to say, what is the best mantra for inspiration? You know, if we're really being inspired and passionate about your life, uh, it's really the same thing as uh, a mantra that would be the best for depression. Now, it just depends, though, on what is the reason why there is a lack of flow. So, uh, for some people, it's mental structures where they have some sort of idea or some sort of way of thinking about things. And that structure or that opinion or that point of view is keeping them locked into this prison of the mind. And that can basically suppress a lot of yourself. So uh, a lot of human beings have this. I mean, if you really look at your own life and say, okay, where am I suppressing myself based on public opinion, based on what my parents told me, based on what society tells me I'm supposed to be rather than what I really am, right? Uh, I really feel like expressing this, but society frowns on that because it's not what's trendy right now. You know, maybe it's an art form of some sort or maybe it's an occupation. And of course, I'm talking about something that you want to express that is free of suffering. I'm not talking about uh, you compensating by going out and murdering everyone or something because you're angry, right? But what I'm speaking about is that there is a flow. There is a flow and this flow moves through you. And depending on what is restricting that flow, will depend on which mantra will be the best for you. So I can give you general rules around this, but ultimately there may be that magic bullet mantra that really works for you more so than someone else. Now, the irony is a lot of people that are dealing with depression or maybe they have no passion in their life, a lot of times they'll look at something like this and say, well, what's the point of trying anyway, right? Because they have a lack of inspiration. So <laughs> that's why depression is one of the hardest things to work with with people because uh, they're usually uninspired to help themselves in that case. It's the greatest affliction that defends itself. That's the thing with depression, it defends itself. So if you meet a really depressed person or a person that has no passion or no interest in life or whatever, they just basically become experts at poo-pooing everything. everything. Nothing's going to work. Oh, it's all bad. It's all crap. Everything's shit. You know, <laughs> I'm stuck forever. And it becomes a self-fulfilling destiny. But there can be a moment of grace that comes in in a person's life where they say, well, you know, I'm kind of stubborn, but maybe I'll just try this just to, just to see. I'll try mantra just to see. Or I'll try meditation or something. And then there's a big aha moment because that depression wasn't really depression the way it's diagnosed. It was really just saying, I don't want to play the games of the mind anymore. And I don't want to play the games of limitation anymore. I want to realize my own limitlessness. So uh, there are some special spiritual people out there and they're masquerading as depressed, but they're really not depressed. They're just ready now for the next stage of their evolution. And they've played with th these toys for long enough and now they're saying, okay, now I'm done playing with these toys. Now it's time for me to move on in my expression. So if you are watching this and you are depressed, trust me, it's depression's not what you think it is. It is probably going to be the greatest gift given to you. It's just that you have not found quite that magic bullet yet. And it may be a mantra, a specific mantra for you. So that said, I'm going to say this, the feminine mantras, like the Chamundas, 
in the Kali's in some case, although I wouldn't recommend that for everybody. But the Chamundas, the Durgas, the Lakshmi's, the Saraswati's, these are the feminine energies and the Venus mantra for astrology, Venus. These increase the flow of Shakti or spiritual energy through you and may bring inspiration with it because you know how it is. You can have a dam in a river, but if the flow gets strong enough, it will blow out the dam, right? The dam will just collapse or get blown to pieces because there's just so much flow that it just blows out all the blockages. So increasing the Shakti can increase your ability to have passion, inspiration, happiness, and, and that sort of thing in your life. And Shakti returns where? It returns back home to the source of who you are and the light, you know, Shakti actually turns into light at some point. So this is addressing the depression issue or the lack of passion issue from the bottom up, right? We, we increase the Shakti or the Kundalini from the bottom, the base chakra, and then move it on through the system. Now, there are other ways to also increase your joy and passion in life. Sometimes it's through just breaking down the structures themselves. So from that point of view, maybe a Shiva mantra will work because Shiva is the great spiritualizer. He increases spiritual energy so much so in an area that it breaks down and then a new structure is built from there. So Shiva is the great destroyer, but what does he destroy? Shiva is the destroyer of patterns or mental constructs, you know, thoughts that you've had and, and pain that is reinforcing those thoughts and this structure that you built inside yourself that restricts what? It restricts flow. And passion is a flow. It's a flow of energy, right? So when you have too much structure in there that has been broken down and it's outlived its usefulness, then Shiva will come in and blow that out. So as you invoke a Shiva mantra, you may break down these structures and then go through this death process, right? That's the thing. A lot of people are afraid of that, but they go through an uninspired sort of death process, the spiritual cleansing, which you feel even more depressed than before sometimes, or even way worse than before. Maybe you had a little bit of passion, but then you start doing a Shiva mantra and now you have less passion than you've ever had. You're like, I don't know what the heck's happening. <laughs> then of course, lo and behold, after a 40 day discipline of never missing a day of doing that Shiva mantra in the morning and in the night, all of a sudden you have a breakthrough. It's not a coincidence that this happens. So the Om Namah Shivaya is a great mantra for this. Om Namah Shivaya, Om Namah Shivaya. But also his immortality mantra, the Markandeya mantra. You know, the, it's a freight train mantra as it was taught to me. It basically it's called, a <laughs> this teacher called it a freight train mantra because it was such a long mantra. But the bottom line is that it is a great, powerful mantra for immortality. Now, some people say, well, that's impossible. You can't be immortal in the physical body. Some of the Siddhas are rumored to have achieved really, really long lives. Okay, so this is open for debate, but there is some debate about this, about how long someone can live and, of course, how far back the records go because some of these Siddhas uh, were around long before birth records were taking place. Like they didn't have records of how old these people are. So there may be people walking around on this planet that are a lot older than you might think possible, but there's no record of them because they're not really kept track of in, in government sort of uh, systems and things, you know, from several hundred years ago or whatever. So um, that's another discussion. But the bottom line is, is that the Markandeya mantra will help you realize your immortal self, the fact that who you are truly never dies. That's the thing. So the warning I would say about this mantra, though, is that when you start chanting it, you will cleanse out the wish to die. So if you're a really depressed person, if you're really <laughs> on the edge, 
This is a mantra that I wouldn't recommend at first because it can be quite aggressive in cleansing out this pattern. So whatever it is that you're experiencing is what you have to cleanse out, right? If you eat hot dogs, if you vomit, you will taste hot dogs. Well, it's the same thing with spiritual practice. And the more aggressive the spiritual practice, the more aggressive the experience will be when it comes up. So if you're doing a mantra to realize your immortality, well, what you will cleanse out is death itself. You will cleanse out the opposite of that. You will cleanse out anything that is your mortality, that is your uh, experience of depression, the need to die as well, the wish to die, the desire to die. You will cleanse that out and you will experience uh, maybe deeper levels of depression than ever before as you're chanting this mantra. So if you are experiencing something that is too challenging for you, then just back off and maybe change your spiritual discipline for a period of time or maybe take a break or whatever. That's okay too, right? Nobody's asking you to sacrifice yourself on an altar in order for your spiritual path to, to go forward. I mean, we want you to sacrifice yourself metaphorically, not physically, right? Um, but so that said, the Shiva mantras can help you break down structure, which is great. If structure is your thing, if that's, that's really what's restricting the flow, then the structure's there. But some people, it is the feminine. So the first place I'd start is with the feminine mantras. I would start with the, the Lakshmis, the, the Chamundas and the Durgas and things, because Shakti itself naturally destroys patterns. It naturally will bring up more energy in your life. Now, if you are having a lack of willpower, maybe there's just no willpower, you just cannot get disciplined or something like that, then maybe a Hanuman mantra will be something for you. Like the Hanuman is the great superhero deity of Amal, and he's like, Om Hum Hanumate Namaha, and he's there for you to invoke willpower and strength and prana in physical endeavors, as well as just getting your willpower towards a certain direction. Another mantra that's great is Ganesha's brother, which is, uh, Sharavana or Kartikeya, basically Om Sharavana Bhava Yanamaha. That is a great mantra for willpower as well. So you may wish to invoke a mantra for willpower if you're having trouble sticking with the discipline or doing something. This, the, these mantras may help you with this. So that's another way of looking at it. Now, the last thing I'll talk about is when you are in darkness, which is ignorance, which is basically like you're, you know, we're in the shade right now. It's a form of ignorance, I guess, metaphorically, right? Because the sun is the light, right? If you are in darkness, what you need is more light. So it would make sense for you to invoke a mantra that has to do with light, such as the Gayatri mantra or the Jyoti mantra. The Jyoti mantra I don't have on here, but I will be putting up an MP3 on my website at some point. But the bottom line is that the Jyoti mantra is the vast grace light, the light that is above polarities, the light that is above light and dark. It is the light of grace itself. And the mantra goes, Aruparam Jyoti, Aruparam Jyoti, Tanipuram Karane, Aruparam Jyoti. And this mantra is invoking the vast grace light in order for the grace to fall upon you and to invoke light in your soul, right? So the more light you have, the less depression will be there. Uh, that's, that, that's an absolute fact. And whatever is blocking the light, such as mental structures, uh, such as, well, basically it's, it's it structures themselves, whether they're mental, emotional, or ancestral, because some of us are born into ancestral blockages as well in our physical bodies, and we have to overcome those. So anytime you bring more light there, there'll be more inspiration, uh, more joy, more uh, expression of happiness. And, and sometimes that can be in the form of peace. It doesn't have to be 
in the clown way that I do it from time to time. It can be <laughs> a very peaceful expression or just your presence itself becomes uh, joyous. You know what I'm saying? So th that's really the light itself. So try different mantras, try different techniques, try different disciplines and don't get discouraged if one doesn't really produce the result that you want because it's kind of like Jenga blocks, right? If you take one block, I mean, eventually all the blocks fall down. But in the beginning stages, what people do is they take pieces of the blocks out. They're not really taking one whole block out. So if you follow any one discipline for long enough, all of them will come tumbling down and you will be free. That's, that's just the way mantra works. Mantra is to free from the mind and it's like approaching the center of a circle from any one side, right? You know, say Lakshmi's over here, Shiva's over here, Hanuman's over here. It, eventually every mantra leads to the center of the circle. So don't be discouraged. But if you wish, if you're not experiencing the result you wish to have right now, there may be that magic mantra that you just need to find that is the one that will be the breakthrough experience for you to drive you forward in your spiritual path. So there's nothing wrong with tasting different mantras and see which one really feels to be true for you. So I hope this helps answer uh, any questions around what the best mantra is for depression. Uh, feel free to experiment. I do have some mantras available on my website in MP3 form. So I hope this helps you on your spiritual journey. Thanks for watching and take care for now. Those of you who are interested in taking a formal course on awakening, enlightenment, and healing and spirituality, my teacher, Aratima, she offers an online course, an official course called the Wisdom Live School. So make sure you check out her website if you are interested in taking some sort of formal training, and it's at aratima.com. And uh, those of you who aren't familiar with Aratima, I did write a book about my experiences with her called Awakening with Aratima. So make sure you check that out. That's how my whole spiritual journey began many years ago.